Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what do you have in the chamber for today? Ryan, on today's show, I have got a brand new segment and... I have to yell at you on behalf of the audience. Finally? (laughs) What about you, Ryan? Tyler, today we talk about the momentous decision that Roe vs. Wade was and might be again. Mm. Should the government control women's bodies? And are there asshole chaps? Let's get into this together. What is the deal with the friend zone? What what is I keep hearing about this quote unquote friend zone? Explain it to me. Guys who usually it's men who fall into this, who like a girl, uh, they will go out of their way to do nice things for the girl. So they treat them very well in the hopes that they can romance them expecting something yeah but but, i mean they like them so of course you're going to gravitate towards doing nice things for them unless you're negging okay that's your first mistake that means you're a 16 year old child but i just knock it off i think that i may have a a solution to this that you may actually have just punctured holes in but i digress (laughs) go on keep talking to me Uh, and then as the the girl or the person who is having nice things done for them doesn't want said nice things to end so they keep them right in that zone of I don't want you to leave, but I also am not letting you touch a boob. It's uh, really unfair, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> and you're just, you're holding it for a friend, Tyler. Just, this range isn't mine, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> I'm holding it for somebody else. And I'm doing a damn good job, Ryan. Uh, so you believe in this, it sounds. I think the word friend zone, the term, is one of those buzzwords. I where, agree. Where it's like, a girl doesn't like me, she put me in the fr- no, dude. I mean, a girl is allowed to not like you. And the fact of the matter is most women, and we're speaking in these gender... Sure. I'm afraid of everything, Tyler. <laughs> we don't mean to insult. You should be. I'm sorry that I hurt you. <laughs> I would say the majority of this happens to men sure. from women, well, I would assume. Well, because women are, generally speaking, the ones who allow the relationship to accelerate. For right? sure. They're the ones who have to give permission. They are the gatekeeper. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. we're the key holder. I, I, I skipped anatomy in high school. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Nailed it. Is it still wee wee? Are they still calling it that? <laughs> so, so the idea is that you are giving niceties to a woman and ex- maybe down the line somewhere, expecting her to give you some sort of a shot to move it forward. Yeah. At what point is it just flirting? Because that's, I think, how everybody enters into those situations is I want to get to know you. And by getting to know you, it's, you know, doing nice things for you. That's usually how people interact. And the fact of the matter is, is that most of the women that you're going to meet aren't going to like you. I mean, that's just how it is. It's a very small percentage. Is not, that true? Not you, Tyler. Oh, thank Not you. God. That's, All I have is hope, Ryan. Even smaller. You no, I'm it, kidding. It, oh. That's mean. That was really mean, and I'm sorry about that. Is I that love a you. wiener joke? Any woman would be lucky to have you. Oh, thank you, buddy. Wow, nice save. But the fact of the matter is, I think that you can combat this friend zone. I have never been friend zoned, okay? I am in a relationship. I'm not worried about any of this right now. I'm just thinking in in society standards. Mm -hmm. I can't be friend zoned, Tyler. You know why? I'm a dick. Nobody wants to hang out with me. You got to really like me to want to spend time around me. Even then, 
It's a stretch. So what you're saying is I can't, I'm impervious to friend zoning because I have no self-respect. I'm polarizing. <laughs> there is enough being friends with me. That's ridiculous. What are you talking about? I'm friends with you. Well, I'm just waiting to bang you, Tyler. <laughs> Keep doing nice things for I me. Just, just, Maybe it'll happen. Hey, I'm putting my work in, and I think that I'm, uh, you know, getting to where I deserve to be. So, so is there a reason why you bring up a friend zone? Has, has your girlfriend friend zoned you, Ryan? I don't think that she likes being with me, Tyler. I would love to move back to the friend zone. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I heard somebody talking about it, and it set off something in my mind in terms of, I wonder how I actually feel about that. Is it just like you're saying, kind of a buzzword in terms of somebody who feels slighted and they don't know how to, this is your fault that you did this to me. Yeah, it's very, there is a lot of victim behind that where it's like, how dare you do this to me? How could you not like me back? Very, very much an Elliot Roger kind of thing, like to the extreme, obviously. If you guys don't mind being around people who aren't likable, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. partner and welcome to another those guys you hate tyler how you doing this week dude welcome back uh yeehaw i'm doing well yeehaw indeed yeah. uh session one night 19 19 that is incredible man. it is it is who thought we would live this long <laughs> yeah we, we have been chain smoking <laughs> like chimneys and that's worth keeping an eye on now tyler uh, we have a weird episode here this week sure we have like i mentioned to you in the pregame i'm looking to wander here i'm looking to not try to get to our marks i'm i like the conversation part of this it, but what i really want i i'm remaining dedicated to trying to teach something okay i did okay. not stick the landing this week i wanted to research do you remember we talked about that meditation um experiment that they did and, and with it, the police force, with the police force. Yes. I started looking it up, but it was more information than I had time for next week. I am going to hit you with that. He's because a busy man, ladies and gentlemen, get in line. <laughs> dog ate my podcast. <laughs> I swear I did it. No, but I, I really want to remain dedicated to that. And I think coming away from our weird and kooky beliefs at the end of one of these things, knowing something, even if it's just to make fun of us, seeing our perspective, I think is a really good route for this show to go. Yeah, I think that that's always been ultimately what we're all about is if you even if you're not here to learn from us, uh, you can make fun of us. Absolutely. Pick a side. Mm -hmm. I just wish it were more even, Tyler. <laughs> but so what I do have instead is I have two stories. OK, I have two stories that I want to tell. I'm going to let you pick which one you want now. And then I'll give you one later. So we're dropping the, the the facade of choose one and I won't tell the other where you just wind up telling both. No, I have two. I want to use both of them because I really believe that you are going to learn something from both of them. You're going to have a nice little chuckle. These are things that happened to me. And also one of them, I was victorious. I was regal. I was like. Zeus, Tyler. Mm. I don't even believe in Zeus. Well, you could tell me that one last. I want to hear the first one where you wind up looking like a fool. I have one where I am truly embarrassed. I, I feel shame about telling it, and I want to get into said shame. Juicy. I'm glad you said that because that is a main <laughs> element. So I, I oh, gross. What's the problem? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I am going to wander into this story. I'll tell you this. This is the first thing that I have ever asked Nicole, 
hey, do you mind if I talk about this on the show? I've never done that before. I'm just, I'm whimsical, Tyler. I'll just go with it. Uh, I believe what you're trying to say is sociopath. Yeah, tomato, tomato. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whimsical sociopath. CEO, serial killer. <laughs> I mean, we're all talking about the same thing. No, I, I did because there is some shame. I, I can already feel my tongue sweating. I can already feel the hair growing on my eyes because I'm, mm. I, I'm, I'm feeling nervous about talking to this. But- I'm going to ease into it like a hot bath. You don't just dive in. Let's start with something positive, okay? Let's do it. I oh, love okay. it. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You have, you have, you've caught me in your, in your web of stories and I'm excited, especially that first one. Like I said, the one that <laughs> makes you look foolish. And you know what? I had to put in my notes how I thought the show was going to go. I put the embarrassing one at the yeah, top, Tyler. Yeah, you but, know, you know. I want to tell all the Haitian army, please stick around because you're really going to enjoy the second story too. Where you come out looking like Zeus. Well, yeah. Throwing lightning bolts uh, uh, and muscular with a goatee. A copper skinned, tiny lip. Well, <laughs> never mind. So here, here's the first one, and I'm going to ease into it. Let's start with something positive. Okay. I want to issue a congratulations, Tyler. Ooh. Wow, congratulations. My favorite. I have a congratulations that is going out to me, Tyler. Oh, good. That is good. going out to me because I have conquered... My diaper rash, Tyler. What do you oh, think about that? Okay, somewhat gross, but I'm also proud of you. Good for you. Sure, I have Good conquered my jock itch. Excuse me. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm no longer on your side. <laughs> I listen, Tyler. I'm already tense. Good for you, buddy. Already, Good for you. I'm already tense. And I, you're, you're making this worse. I think I found the source of your diaper rash. <laughs> I have conquered my diaper rash. <laughs> Good. But, Good. But the problem is, Tyler, I have been upgraded. I had to go to a doctor, okay? Oh, wow. I had to go to it a doctor. It got that bad? I, it just wasn't going away. Oh. I was just worried about it. I went and got the diaper rash cream. Sure. Like I had talked about, which was very embarrassing. You reviewed it. I reviewed <laughs> it. And it did a great job. It's weird that you said it was embarrassing, and then I bring up that you reviewed it. <laughs> oh, did I talk about that? <laughs> weekly book note. Wait a minute. I, I openly discussed this, Tyler? Get that off the internet. Where was I? So uh, I went because it just kept coming back. Now, mm. here's the thing. Oh, wait. So it would go away and then come back again and again? The diaper rash cream was working perfectly fine. That's why I I, I, I counted my chickens before they had hatched uh, yes. on my balls, Tyler. <laughs> and, and so what happened was it came back. And when that happens, if you get something like that, like a rash, on that region, it's it's something that really brings, I think, anxiety in anybody, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's, I mean, I guess on your face, there's really no other region on your body where you get a rash and you immediately go into panic. Or your mouth. Or, or, or your, yeah, yeah, sure. like the really, the, really vibe. the really sensitive areas of your body. Like if it shows, like I said, if it shows up on your face, it's very much the same thing. Like, holy shit. Sure. So now I have to go to this urgent care place. Okay. Mm. I don't have a family doctor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so I go in there, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm yeah. feeling scared. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's your wiener region. It is my, it's the source of all my powers, Tyler. It's, it's Zeus's lightning bolt. It is the root of our family tree. Tyler. And we've come full circle. Yes, we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Don't say come. So here's the thing. I go in there and I'm feeling really scared. I am in a monogamous relationship and i'm i at least i think so nicole what what why what have you heard <laughs> ryan i haven't said anything <laughs> you're blinking weird tyler no so but so i have no reason 
to be worried, but of course you are. I'm feeling full anxiety. Well, and I think those centers, hospitals, urgent care centers, there's obviously a certain anxiety that comes with just walking into the building, even as a guest. Even if you're there to see somebody, it's tension. It was my first time ever doing it. So yeah, 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 yeah. I went in there and I think it's very likely for men, especially, and I may be, uh, you know, unfairly assigning this to genders for men to just ignore stuff and like hope that it goes, you know, hope that it goes away. Not just this, but a lot of different things. Without any information in front of me, I would bet every cent of my name that that is accurate. And because it's scary. All this stuff is scary. Mm -hmm. So they pull me back into one of these little, it's a cubicle, Tyler, with a, with a, with a, what are they? A, a cur- sheet? A curtain. I wish it was a sheet, Tyler. You had a bath towel right. hanging up? Yes. <laughs> it's a washcloth. Can I at least get a, a hand towel? It wasn't even there for your privacy. Somebody had just hung it over the, the wall. So this, so this nurse, yes, it was a bathroom stall. Exactly right. Thank you. So, so this nurse walks me in there and I'm like, okay, I, you know, I hear, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous. Mm-hmm. So they, they. She asked me what it is. I have to fill out paperwork, which is its own yeah. unfortunate scenario. Yeah. So she she gives me a gown. Now, here is something that you don't know, Tyler. There have been huge breakthroughs. When you when you think of a hospital gown, what do you think of? Butt. Your butt out. Yeah. You think of your ass yeah. out. I think of everything warm and snug except <laughs> for the most meaty part of my body. And you also look like you're from the future, kind of. <laughs> I, I don't know why. You've escaped from like a mental institution That's, from 30 years in the future. That is exactly right. <laughs> Just shave your head already. Good God. So, so this thing now, it doesn't have an open back anymore. It has three sleeves. You go sleeve other sleeve it wraps back around same arm sleeve again oh. you are like a burrito tyler so i will tell you that was the most positive part of my experience i mean that sounds like snug in a rug man I, I that's was like, amazing i was like can i get a couple of these for like party favors i want to <laughs> give these away at my next house gathering well that's like sometimes the the socks though the gripping socks uh, that they'll give you the best I, I am willing to you know break an arm <laughs> to harm myself a little bit <laughs> I, I didn't. I was going to specify way too. What are you doing with all those glass tubes? So, so I went in there, and it was this woman. They kept me waiting in there forever. I mean, the anxiety was mounting. You know what I mean? And so finally, do you think they know something seriously wrong with yeah. me? They just don't want to take me in. Why did you guys come back in hazmat suits? What's going on? Yellow is definitely your color. So, <laughs> yeah, I pulled my pants down. It's like uh, the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. It just. <laughs> So blast shields down, please. So, <laughs> so the doctor comes in and the doctor is a woman. Okay. Okay. Oh, even more nerve wracking. The doctor That's is tough. a woman and she brings in the original nurse ah. because she can't, I would assume, be in there by herself with me. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. What do you do in that situation? You breathe through it and pray to sure. God. Yeah. And, and I, I swear to you, and I, I don't know if this is me trying to sound tough, but I... Uh, it for me that's not a huge deal, but I could imagine that for some people this could be really. It did add a anxious tinge to an already anxious situation, but I just wanted to get it over with. I didn't care. Oh, of course, so, of course. And uh, in that situation, you just have to keep repeating to yourself, "Bro, these are fucking medical professionals, man. It's like really this is cold this in here. Is what <laughs> it's really cold. I in. was in the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> no, but these are people who do sure. this for a living. So, but do you think in those urgent care centers they're seeing a lot of penises? Oh, I would assume so. You, you think can, so? You can get hurt on any part of your body. And and we got to do a weekend review on this, or maybe I should, boots on the ground. You would be shocked, audience, shocked at the amount of people that have to go to hospitals, especially men, to get things removed from their anuses. Always use a, a flared bottom. A flared bottom. Before putting something in your bottom. If it doesn't have an anchor, it will become part of you. <laughs> so... 
<laughs> so, I mean, basically, there's not a lot left to tell about that story. It involved me lifting my balls. Dero- oh! Yeah, you know, I just took my futuristic robe, pulled it to the side. I lifted my balls. Okay. I turned it to the left okay. and to the right. Yeah. We had a sure. we had a whole scenario going oh, on. So you it was van- nice. You van and whited your own balls. I'm going to put them on my Christmas card list. I think that we really hit it off. It's you know nice. what I mean? Uh, but uh, turns out, Tyler... I went full yeast mode, Tyler. I went full yeast mode. The fuck does that mean? Uh, it's just a little. Ye- do you mean beast mode? Like you ran in a touchdown? No, no, no. What Ye- do you mean yeast mode? Yeast infection, Tyler. It's a fungus. Okay. You had a yeast infection. That's right. <laughs> Men can get yeast infections. That's true. It, that is one hundred percent true, Tyler. How'd you get it? Um, by having a romantic interlude and not cleaning up before an all day. Outdoor situation, Tyler. Leaving the house with Swamp Dick. Oh, okay. Swamp Dick. Now, Tyler, there is somebody. When I found this out, I immediately thought of one person. You just threw me through a loop right now, bro. I'm telling you. A modern day philosopher, okay? Some people would think who? Uh, uh, Malcolm Gladwell or- or Jim Carrey. uh, Dave Chappelle, some people would say. Sure. I. I, This sounds like bullshit. Russell Brand. This is a totally true thing. I immediately went- to Lieutenant Dan. I'm not doing shtick. What did Lieutenant Dan say? He only gave one piece of advice in Forrest Gump. Do you remember what it was? Uh, I don't. He just complained a lot about not having legs. Socks. Cushion sole, OD green. Try and keep your feet dry. When we're out humping, I want you boys to remember to change your socks whenever we stop. Me calling the leader grunts feet right off his legs. It'll eat your feet right off your legs. We've, listen. We need to do what we can to protect people against swamp dick. I don't think that they know what kind of danger they're in. So and you that, want to do a public service. Tyler, that is a PSA for your ASS. What do you think about that? Uh, I think the, the sound effect was wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. And much like you pointed out, which I never even thought of, he was so worried about your feet and your legs and bacteria. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant Dan lost his legs, Tyler. Yeah. He lost his legs trying to get that message out here to everybody. Well, he sacrificed for his troops, and the the universe has a sick sense of humor, as we know, Ryan. What did you think of that uh, PSA for your ASS sound? I thought it was great. I think overall, we got to take care. What you're discussing is hygiene. You got to be hygienic. Make sure you wash all the important areas. Sure. Right? Right? You get in all those crevices. Oh, absolutely. Your nooks and crannies. Absolutely. And then when it comes to the back, you just scrub the shoulders a little bit and let the soap fall on down. And when it comes to your feet, <laughs> just, just wash around in it. You know? I, I look at them hard. Yeah, yeah. Pee on them. Make sure you don't have athlete's foot. So. I think that's a jellyfish thing. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but just in case. Now, now here is where I want to take this, Tyler. Of course, we're all pointing and laughing at my crotch. I'm having a great time. Thank you, Tyler. Mm. I'm glad I brought you. (laughs) I probably should stir the punch in a different way. (sighs) But here's the thing. Why was I so nervous, Tyler? What was it about that? Which, I mean, we're talking about the shame, how weird I feel talking about this on this show. Why? We're talking about anatomy. We're talking about biology. We're talking about botany. Mm-hmm. To some degree, mm-hmm. it's just a natural thing. Making bread. Some, yeah. This is something that <laughs> yeast mode. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. This is something that happens. Now, why do I feel shame? What is the worry about that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think when it comes to medicine and what goes on with us in terms of what goes wrong with us, so to speak, it can be a very vulnerable place to be because you you literally think something's wrong with me. And that is where I want to take this. And what it is, is you're worried I'm unclean. It's the hint. It's hint of even being in the realm mm-hmm. of STDs, okay? Yeah. And that really made me think long and hard. 
What about the millions of people down here just in Miami that secretly have STDs, the people where they have this scarlet letter. It can't letter. be millions. There's 2 million people in Miami. If it's millions, right, that'd, Tyler, be like, that'd be like all of them. I think it's 3 million people. <laughs> I think some people have double herpes. <laughs> Their herpes have herpes? Yes. Yes, look it up. Look, I'm not going to give you herpes, but my herpes might. So I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a shady character. No, okay, then forgive me my research per use. But okay, but let's say anybody, the people who are hiding it, who have that scarlet letter that Super shitty. People who think that they are less than because of it. It it really made me think about that. Yeah. And I would imagine there are people out there who feel useless because of it. And they're suffering in silence because of the judgment, because of the way that people will make fun of you. And this is something I don't think I've ever heard anything about. Well, there is something to be said about the the uh, vulnerability or even the, the the stigma, the sensitivity of carrying that around with you. And then think of going out into the world and anytime you brush up against any kind of social interaction with the opposite sex, anything romantic, and it stings you like that. What a burden that must be to carry. And, and not just, I think that that's based on societal norms, isn't it? It's the way that we deal with it. I, I feel like we have, and I don't want to paraphrase you here or take you out of what you said, but I think that you've argued for treating pedophiles with more understanding. Have you not? I have argued on Did the you ass- say you like pedophiles or am I, <laughs> am I misremembering It's a bit of a misrepresentation. I, I'm going to find the tape. I, I, I said that I have pity for people who, are, who are, have those thoughts unwillingly, but have not acted on them. The people who suffer with those thoughts. And I think that that's a really um, thought-provoking and uh, compassionate way of looking at it. And Mm -hmm. I I happen to agree with you. But what about all the people out there who are suffering with this quietly and feel less than because we have decided that that's still something that you can just, you know, discount somebody for? It's very easy for me to say we treat them with compassion. And obviously I mean it in the most heartfelt way, but I'm, I don't think I'm really sacrificing anything by saying we should treat people who may have an STD with compassion. That's, that's it. It's, it's the easiest thing to say. But have you ever heard anybody talk about it? Because I think I'm groundbreaking up over here. <laughs> and that makes me happy. We'll talk about it in the in the next what did you just do <laughs> swamp dick Got no medical one can jockage, you don't Tyler. know what to do the world uh, has all but up on you your own what the depression index is is a machine that i built with my hands very poorly and we crank it up to let you know how down we are tyler how you doing this week, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I went out last night and I woke up this morning and had to go help my best friend move her house around. That's what you get for having friends, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I've learned my, that lesson. Yep. I called her after I left and said, listen, bitch, never again. Yeah, okay, more like no, no. Uh, nobody gets n- that. Nobody gets that. I don't even think she would get that. Nobody gets yep, that. I get it. Sorry I- about that. I get it, and I I wish I yeah. did. I treat my body this way, and I just need to be patient with myself and loving, but also aware that crack. I am. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat crack? I'm well, much like sugar cane. I just I just munch mm, on it. That's you know? when it's in its most pure form. <laughs> no, and I just need to remember to uh, treat my body uh, better. Although mm. I have been because yeah. not not that long ago I was drinking a lot more and I was partying a lot more, and now I've brought myself back to center and I've been working out and doing all that stuff. You, you certainly have, and you've been on the up and up, at least from the outside looking in. For and sure. 
like you said, we man, we say the same shit on the show over and over again. You don't look at it as, hey, I haven't made it where I want to be, but damn, look how good I have gone. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're doing great. Absolutely. And my theme for this week, Ryan, Talk is to me. exercise. What about it? Don't ever do it. It's really hard, guys. Yeah, dude, those, really hard. those weights at the gym, they are heavy, Tyler. They won't expect me to pick that up. They are heavy. <laughs> no, exercise and also perspective. These go hand in hand because exercise can be very difficult for people because I think people go into exercise with a standard in their mind, an unconscious standard, and it can be really tough to walk into a gym for the first time. And you got people who've been there for years. 100%. Oh, the insecurities that I can go through walking into a gym like that. Uh, 100%. And what I would tell you is this, I, Tyler, like to work out. It's, I'm Tyler. It, it is. I'm Tyler now. <laughs> no, it is something that I love. It's actually turned into therapy for me. Sure. Yeah, it, yeah. it truly has. Yeah. It's, it's become like an extended part of my meditation. And I will tell you, and of course, this is only my perspective. Mm-hmm. When I am driving down the street and I see a very heavy person running, when I'm at the gym and I see uh, uh, somebody who you could tell has not been there a lot Fuck yeah. working out, mm-hmm. you know, my thought is, Get it, bro. Fuck yeah. Fucking get it. Yeah, it's, it's like when you hear somebody who doesn't speak English, try. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's awesome. I respect you for being here, and I hope this works. I, I just That's my perspective. I don't know if that helps. Maybe get I'm, him, guys. Liberal. <laughs> get him, liberal. Don't jump on me. You're too big. No, I, I, I truly mean it, but I, maybe other people aren't as compassionate, but that's how I feel. Yeah, and, and I will just say- I'm perfect. I will just- Compassion, guys. In that one. In that one. <laughs> and that is the perspective I'm talking about. If you do feel insecure about going to the gym, which I get, just go on a walk. Go jog a little bit. It doesn't have to be some big grand thing where you go and you lift a thousand pounds a thousand times. Just go move. Literally consistently moving in the smallest of ways on a Moonwalk. day to day. That you might have to build up to a little bit. <laughs> nah, nah. Stop being a pussy. <laughs> and, uh, and so just get out there and move. Do a lap around your neighborhood. And that right there, guys, is a victory. I love right? it, Tyler. Very, and, very good. And so this week I am at a four. Spin that one, thing, man. Two, three, four. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Tyler, let's gay it up, man. It's We're spending way too much time not getting it up. Uh, Tyler, you know, over the last couple of weeks, last week for the first time that we've ever done the show, I had writer's block. You did. I was completely, I, I was like a cinder block. My whole body was totally rigid. Like there was nothing, I, I, these are all buzzwords again, but there was just nothing like flowing through me. I was so, uh, it's hard to explain. Tense, I guess. I had never seen you like that. Yeah, it ever. was really strange, wasn't it? And I've seen you a lot of weird ways. I've never seen you like that. Squatting over a mirror—that's your thing. Squatting I, over a different mirror. I asked you to stop inviting me <laughs> into your room when you're doing that. You just replaced the whole floor. <laughs> it's crazy. So, um, I, Tyler, I passed it, and I, and I don't want to come on here and shout from the rooftops. I don't want to. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? But it feels like you said, like I got through that, and I am feeling a renaissance. I am feeling mm-hmm. this high energy. I don't even want to put too fine of a point on it, but what I realized, and I've said this on the show before, is the information never changes. And I know this is too cryptic, and I know this is too mystic and too full of myself, but the information never changes. The only thing that ever changes is your ability to understand it. Little sayings and little thoughts and all these things that I've thought a million times today mean something different to me than they did 
two days ago. Mm -hmm. And and just my ability to observe and add it to my repertoire and grow, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to what this new chapter means. That's great, man. Thank you, bro. Well, you know, when I speak on epiphanies from time to time, I think one of the main points is an epiphany can be something that you have heard a thousand times before and you hear it that 1,001 time and it just boom, fireworks in your brain. It sets a fire Mm -hmm. uh, like, uh, you know. And it's like as if you heard it for the very first time and you're like, that's what that means. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and, And what I think is super interesting about that is even when you have that moment, I believe if you stay on the same path that you're on, it's going to happen again. This Mm -hmm. thing that you've now had this breakout moment, you're going to realize somewhere down the line, that's also bullshit. Sure. And I wasn't understanding this about it. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. And even when you're totally locked up, and I'm going to end this because I know I am flaming. You are ramping up right now, I am ramping up. But in the middle of all of that, what I think I was supposed to learn there is to trust. Even when you're solid, even when you can't, you know, take a breath. You got to keep trusting that you're going to make it through this. And this week, because I am at such dizzying heights of mania, I am also at a four. Oh, one, two, three, Tyler, I spin that machine. Did you say four? Uh, I'm at a four, and I think you were at a four. I was at a four. Do you know what that means? Uh, what are you talking about? For the first time ever, we are tied. What? What? Impression what? Four and four. Are you kidding me, Tyler? Four and four. <laughs> <laughs> wow, congratulations! Yeah. Tyler, my timing Woo. is impeccable. I play this board like Beethoven. That's right, I call him Beethoven. Do you know I'm from Barcelona. <laughs> his name really was Beethoven. Like Beethoven bit on a metal rod and played his piano, uh, Tyler. Uh, what, did he have epilepsy? What was going on? Because he went deaf. I, I know. Yes, just- you, Tyler. <laughs> I'm going to tell the fact. I want, I want people so, to know. There will be a lot of people who don't know this fact, and it is very interesting. Beethoven, the, the musician of all time, would you say? Well, one of the top musicians. Either of that all time. or it's either that or Steve Aoki. <laughs> oh, I, <was> gonna, <laughs> I don't know what that noise was, but I think I just laughed at your joke. I thought you were going to say Mozart or something like that. Ah, you went yeah. Steve Aoki. Nah, we're bringing it Bach. <laughs> But they, uh, 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 Beethoven, who went. Stop calling him that. What? <laughs> you're, now you're doing it on purpose just to piss me off. Saying what, what way? <laughs> no, Beethoven, uh, because yeah. he went deaf. You're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> because he went deaf, he had to bite onto a metal rod that was attached to his piano, so the vibrations played through his his skull. That's crazy. It's really awesome, isn't it? It really shows the um, the the fortitude of human will when they really really want to do something. Well, and not just that, I think sometimes people who are forced to do things differently than everybody sure, else, yeah. sometimes they become, you know, innovators, of course. Well, look at like that guy who ran on on blades. Oh, Ting Ting? Ting Ting, little Ting Ting. Yeah, ting. yeah, that. Did he, wasn't he a murderer? Well, we've gone through this and I lashed out at him. His name is Oscar Pistorius. He but was it, he murdered his family, didn't he? He was convicted of murder. He killed his wife, but you wait know, the tangent. <laughs> sorry about that little ting ting, uh, Tyler. Uh, we're going super long, I'm sure. So I need for you to get into this canoe. Hooray! That's not a canoe, Tyler. I was going to say, this is the nicest canoe I've ever My been in. My canoe is from the future. <laughs> My canoe doesn't have surround sound. <laughs> get into this canoe. Ah. ah, Tyler, we are going. Who's paddling? To the mid 70s. What? And uh, it's what? a time traveling canoe. Tyler, we're taking this canoe to 1974. I don't know what year it was, and we are going to discuss Roe versus Wade. Interesting. Tyler. Interesting. Roe versus versus Wade, which is 
the what all the abortion rights are all about saying that uh, it is a woman's right to have an abortion. A Supreme Court decision mm-hmm. that set the precedent for many abortion uh, trials that came after that, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, they all pointed to Roe versus Wade that set up the, you know, all the following. Uh, all, all of the. All, all it, of it's not a precedent for cases to come in the future. Thank you. And Tyler, you know what I just realized? I swear to you, this is not on purpose. But if you're in a canoe, you can not only row, but you can also wait. Can we agree with that? Yes. Okay, great. So, um, wait, we're running long and you, you take up time for that. But I mean, think about it. What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances that I am so proud of myself? So, so here is my question. Um, why is that such a big deal? I, what I think is from now on, because we do these get in segments and I surprise you with them. You're a well-read individual and I am not when it comes to current events. Mm-hmm. And I want for you to explain things to me. Maybe in the future I should tell you ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a, <laughs> there was a critique on this that I've heard where it's like, man, he really surprises you with these really heavy topics, and he doesn't give you time to like figure it out. I feel like that's part of the entertainment, though. Uh, not only did I say that, but I responded to this person that. Even if you brought that awareness to him, he would continue to do it this way because of the element of surprise. I feel like we're being irresponsible here, but I do. <laughs> we are. I do. Are. I do like shooting at your feet and watching you dance. So <laughs> and you've got terrible aim. Sir, you've clipped me so many times. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, so here's your pinky toe back. And also what is going on now where they're talking about there's a chance of it being overturned. How could that happen? What? 50 years later. I'm bad at math. Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been roughly 50 years since it was, uh, since Roe versus Wade happened. And it has seemingly been the long play for the Supreme court, because that is the ultimate law of the land in America. And, that it's been a battle for the Supreme Court over the years. They famously didn't let Obama uh, select a Supreme Court when one of them either died or retired. And now it is a conservative board and somebody, somebody leaked a draft letter saying between all the judges saying this thing is being set up we're we're getting we're getting set up no no they were they were saying amongst each other we're setting up to uh repeal yeah. Roe versus Wade and Assuming, I'm assuming one of the secretaries who saw this paper went, oh shit. This is ridiculous. And 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 put it out. Well, once we can cross this off, then we can get to that pesky gay marriage and we can start working our way through these issues. Let's make America decent again. Am I right? <laughs> all right, all right. You know what? Interracial <laughs> marriage. You I've had my on you what for are a you while. Doing here? We're coming after Don't you. Don't make me play that song again. <laughs> so um it, it, it's wild, man. Yeah. It, it, it's a wild time. And without getting into politics or whatever, it's it's hard not to feel like we're going backwards in a lot of ways. For sure. However, I will say it's not backwards in the sense of people want to return to the old ways. This is just what you see with power. People step into power, and when they are authoritarian like this, not very often do they go, hey, I'm just going to do my thing over here. You guys live your lives. They come down and they want to control every aspect of the population. And- you know, that's how you get, uh, I mean, look at North Korea, look at Iran, look at uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, and and you hear all the time, that can't happen here. That can't happen here. 
It's fucking happening, man. It is fucking happening. And it's just people being ruined by power. Like you said, there mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and uh, there is no, I mean, we got to wrap this up. There is no solution to that, Tyler. Well, there is no the, way to go backwards. It's the type of people who vie for that power. It's, I don't even think it's so often people, good people get into power and then they become run. I think the only people who go looking for power are usually shitheads. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's a lot of responsibility and a lot of stress that comes with, uh, you know, a lot of people would say, I am not interested in that at all. Oh. There's a, a guy that they're trying to get to run for government down here from yeah. Zoo Miami. His name being Ron McGill. I, I lost it there. I was there. Getting- I know. I'm getting old, Tyler. <laughs> and, and he's just, he, he works with the zoo. He is a full on rapist. Um, what? Oh, excuse me, philanthropist. I always get those two confused. You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. He is a great man. <laughs> what did I he say? He's a great man. I stole that from Sonny. Yeah. I mean, sorry. It's just a good joke. No, he is. He's a kind-hearted, incredible person. He and he and doesn't want those stresses Why the hell would he want to put his, his family through that? People... No you know, crazy people out there. Well, and it's not only the energy that you're inviting into your life, just with the, the schedule that you got to be on. You always got to be promoting yourself and, the, and all that. And the toxic people you're going to be around. Th- that's exactly what I was going to Eating say. away at you like termites do at the foundation of a house. You Rem- know what I mean? Remora fish looking for theirs and they don't care how they get it. No, remora fish are not deadly enough. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like piranhas that ate the remora sure. fish and now they're going for the larger fish. Yes, barracuda <laughs> strapped on where the remora should be. All right, Tyler, let's take a break. Let's take a deep breath. When we get back in here, I've got a list of the most punchable faces. (laughs) Let's see what you think about that. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it. But part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up. So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. We humans have a serious problem with garbage. How are we ever going to get aliens to come here if we don't tidy up after ourselves? You hate. I will grant you the need to poison the oceans, but we could totally be losing out on some alien if we don't at least sweep that shit under a nearby planet, maybe <laughs> maybe Musk can help us out with that. Those guys you hate. Red Circle. That was that was underhanded, Tyler. Why did that affect you so deeply? I, that is a good question. What does it mean? I don't get it. 
Ryan started flexing and I called him balloon man. I didn't like it. And he deflated immediately. Well, balloon boy. <laughs> Tyler, what I, I would love to know what, what makes, let's say you boil 12 eggs. One of them comes off in like one piece. It's so satisfying. You mean the shell of the egg? The shell. Yeah. Another one rips all the insides out and makes it mm -hmm. an ugly, unusable egg. Yeah. You have to pick off the pieces one at a time. Like, uh, and there's a thousand of them. Rinse it off and you're yeah. still going to be chewing on a piece soon. Well, it helps with the consistency. You get a little crunch in your egg. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Yeah, a little snap. Yeah. That like, gives you full umami. <laughs> I agree with you. You know, I had that PSA sound. You like that? It's very nice. It almost sounds like uh, a business of the future. Oh, I like it. On the commercial. Do you want, do you want to hear the runner-ups? Sure. I had this one. Ooh. Not bad, right? Yeah, that's a technological company right there. Okay, I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. What about this one? That's a circus. Oh, no, okay, no good. No, no, so none of them no. rose. Obviously, I picked the one I picked. This was the just my last one that was like a runner-up. Whoa! Dude. I got serious information for you. No kidding. But the yeah. only problem is, is you'd be setting yourself up for too high of a standard yeah. with that sound effect. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we ended up with, keep your dick dry. <laughs> See, that that rolls right. off the tongue way right, better. Right, 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 uh, right. You know what I mean. Okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to do your segment and then I'll tell my story or... Yeah, because we have week in review as well. Let's, so we got a lot. We yeah. got a lot. So yeah, yeah. give me, Tyler, give me your segment. You got a new segment going on. I'm excited. Ryan. Why are you doing that? Get excited. I, I just I'm calling out to the audience. Get excited, guys, because it's time for a brand new segment. Okay. Fantastic. Let's get it. Ryan. When I say missed connections, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, uh, like a train, like uh, you know, missing a train and like running with your your, your suitcase because you're a businessman and your parents are proud of you. I have a bindle, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. What I am referring to, of course is Craigslist. Okay. Have sure. you heard of Craig and his list? I have heard of Craig. I've heard of his list. Mm -hmm. I've never been on it. Is that still a thing? It's still a thing. It's okay. still a thing. Although it's not as popular, much like Tumblr, when they removed the porn, it really sank in popularity. Worthless. Yeah. Get out of my life. Now tell people who don't know what Craigslist is. Well, Craigslist is a website where you can go on and find anything. You want to find a used couch that has a bunch of cum stains on it? Go to Craigslist. I do. Yeah. You want to find a used up ex-girlfriend who's going to throw up at your next party and embarrass you, go to Craigslist. <laughs> With a bunch of cum stains yeah. on her? <laughs> sorry about that. Jesus. Yeah, sorry about that. To the couch and said girlfriend. I apologize to all the couches <laughs> that can hear me. So, what, no, no, what Craigslist is, is you can just, you can put up, it's a, it's a yard sale online Digi for anybody. Digital yard sale, I dig it. Digital yard sale. You can find roommates, which I don't think there was a single story that didn't end in a horror type fashion when finding a roommate through Craigslist. Don't move in with people you, <laughs> you already know. It's going to be hell. Definitely not a stranger. So, uh, the thing that I'm talking about specifically, Ryan, is missed connections. Now, they used to have- Wait, can, can you put that music back on? Absolutely. I feel like it was, the vibe was there. <laughs> now, when I say missed connections, they used to have personal ads on Craigslist. Okay. So you could go finding men, uh, man seeking woman, woman seeking man, thing seeking thing. You get the gist. 
Well, they removed that off the website. Why? Because of the government, Ryan. Oh, geez. They were going to make the website- Rover's way to now this? More liable for the things that were happening outside of the website if the people met up through the website. But how can we, you know, not condone two grown adults making their own decisions, one of them changing their mind and the other one doing it anyway, Tyler? What's the problem? <laughs> you had me up until the, first, until the second yeah, half, buddy. Twist ending, Tyler. <laughs> well, misconnections specifically are for people who, out in the wild, would either meet sure. for just a moment, uh, for fleeting moments, or... Yes. No, I've seen some of this. I think I know what you're talking about. Sure. Or, and, and they just blast it out into space and hope that person sees it. Even seeing somebody from a distance, not even speaking to them. Weird. And it struck them immediately from afar and hoping that they would go onto Craigslist and see the post. Strange. Uh, no no judgment, but you guys are weirdos. <laughs> I was going to say, that was judgment. Oh, is that? Oh, you're right. Well, you describe the person in as much detail as possible, pray that they see the post, and try to come out of the situation in love. It was taken down in 2018, Ryan. Bullshit. So I would like to bring that back. Now, we obviously don't have the technology or the manpower to bring it back in that capacity, but I want to do my part. Are you ready to find true love, Ryan? Hit me, brother. Don't tell my girlfriend. We're going to go. Don't worry. She's not here. Okay. We're going to go one at a time. So every time I bring up the segment, just going to be uno, numero uno. What do you mean? For when I, when I say these misconnections, it's just for that one special person that I saw out there. Okay. I'm not giving this time to any other floozy. It's that one special person. All right, Tyler, hit me. For our very first one. Excited? I excited? am, physically. Excited? Excited? Can you put the music back Absolutely. on? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Our first one, Ryan, is to the man wearing the baby blue short sleeve shirt. Okay, don't with, know this guy. With what appeared to be velvety soft skin with your arm out the car window as it was pouring down rain. You good, bro? That, that guy's a pimp, dude. You good, bro? That guy knows what this he's doing. This guy was driving with his arm out the window and it was pouring down rain. Maybe he's got a bad air conditioner situation going on. Pouring down okay. rain. I'm hoping he hears this. Know that I love you. And I just want what's best for you. Now, was, Misconnection, Ryan. Now, was he wearing like a, like a diving mask and a snorkel? <laughs> Not that I could see. Wow, that's, he's, he just he's was, missing out on good gag his, time. His hand was just tapping to the beat of some funky ass song. I dig it. I don't I understand. And I'm genuinely worried about you. I hope you hear this or know that I care for you. Those guys you hate.com, reach back out. <laughs> Anything you'd like to say to this man, clearly in pain, Ryan. Yeah, dry your arm off before you type. Okay. Oh, oh, anything that I want to say anything to Anything you want to well, say. Well, I didn't see any of this. I'm going to take your word Clearly a man in pain, right? I, I, I said the thing about the snorkel, so I, I, I don't know what other advice I could give. And that, Ryan, is misconnections. Oh, there's only <laughs> one of them. I'm I, so, oh, I'm so sorry. This is the it. first one. I said, yeah, there's only one per. Oh, okay. I like it. I dig it. And I uh, hope you hear me, blue-shirted, velvety, soft-skinned guy. I love you, and we... We care about you. Now, I think that that is an interesting person who is doing interesting things, and you're you're reaching out to him. No? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it an interesting thing, though. I would say that is a man on the verge of something terrible, and that is a huge red flag. Would you not call riding around with the window down with during a storm a red flag? I respect it. It's like when you see somebody jogging in the rain. You're like, you're a badass. I don't care. I mean, I don't know. You really don't. I wasn't there you for really that. Don't. I, I, I didn't have the experience, Tyler. Uh, I can't wait to see the shame that editing Ryan feels. Uh, I always do. I always do. Now, let me ask you something, Tyler. Do we have a ne enough time 
for me to tell this story and do weekend review? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. We're at 57. If it runs to 110, I think we'll be okay. No, actually, Tyler, I think it would be best if we waited. Boo. I No, I understand. And here's why. This isn't actually like a thick story. There's a lot of stuff going on and it's weird as hell. Uh, and, and I would like to take my time. So what a tease. I'm not doing a bait and switch, but I'm going to hold off on this until our mini sesh that we normally drop on Thursday. Sorry, I got cut up. That, in the that air took there. me a second. Hey, but instead, let's do weekend review. And I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I'm dizzy, bro. I am dizzy. Code Adam. Code Brown. <laughs> Tyler. You going to go first? You want to go first? I'll, I'll, you, you, you go first. Let me do you it. You go first. Tyler, last week, I, without any information, said that Sylvester Stallone was in a porn. Mm -hmm. Was I luckily right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was. Not because we want him to be in a porn, but because Ryan claimed it without having the information at the moment. I do want him to be in a porn. If you go on Google Image, type in the party at Kitten Studs, you too could see Sylvester Stallone's wiener. Ryan showed it to me. I didn't look at it. I didn't look at it. I didn't go searching Why for not? it. Ryan showed it to me. And man, were they rocking bushes back then. Oh, Good God, it. man. You could tell it was from like the 70s and 80s when they have the sideburns going down mm, their thighs. Yeah, much like I the old, that. old technology in old movies where you could see how dated something is. By the hair in some porns, you're like, oh, that was from a few decades <laughs> And But I, I just <laughs> casually threw out there that Sylvester Sloan was in a porn. It was very casual. Who's right now, Tyler? <laughs> you, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> Ryan, last week you wondered out loud what constitutes whether a person gets sent to a federal prison. What gets you bumped up to the big leagues? Jail or prison? Yes. Did I look up the answer? Oh, yeah. Be awkward if I didn't. What, what would we do now if you hadn't? It's, I would look like an idiot. Yeah. It's pretty simple. If you're convicted of a federal crime, you go to federal prison. So, oh. if, you, so if you rob a bank, you go to federal prison. So if I commit a federal crime and I'm just there for two weeks, do they, I'm, I'm If good? you commit a federal crime, chances are you're not going to be there for two weeks. <laughs> Three weeks? Or what are we looking at? I guess that, hey, that makes sense. I, I'm wondering, and I doubt I'm going to do a weekend review on this. I'm wondering what the smallest length of time you could be in prison in a federal prison. I can't imagine there's a lot of people there doing a month. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to unpack my suitcase because I just, I have a little dirty pile behind the suitcase. Just I'm going to throw it back in there. I'm just popping in. I'm going to ask you, what do you do with your dirty clothes? Do you do the little dirty clothes pile when you're on vacation? Oh yeah. 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 What else is there? I guess bring another bag. I guess that's a stupid question. Well, I guess you could throw it in another drawer. Yeah. The do, dirty clothes drawer. Do you ever take your clothes? I've traveled with you. I know the answer to this. Your, your clothes and put them in a drawer. I barely put my clothes in a drawer here at the house, right? <laughs> I barely put my clothes in a, in a bag when I'm traveling. <laughs> Tyler, last week we talked about punchable faces. Yes. Did I figure out why people have punchable faces? I hope so. That is not uh, I didn't figure out why. But I did do the lazy maneuver of finding somebody else's list of celebrities <laughs> with punchable faces. So no information, just a judgeable list of punchable faces. Yourtango.com. <laughs> yes. It was a producer on the show now, unbeknownst to them. Apparently. Uh, they made a list of the 12 most punchable faces. Now, is 12 too long? You tell me what you want to do. Hey, if you do rapid fire, I think it'll be okay. Okay, Tyler. Let's start at 12. Tyler, number 12, Jack Gleason. 
who is Joffrey off of Game of Thrones. Uh, he does in that role specifically, sure. Now, that's the thing. Yeah. I think a lot of these are just based on the personality of the person. Like, I don't like him, so he's got a punchable face. Well, well it wasn't just that. When he was in that role, he was a sniveling connect, and he was always making these really punchable faces. I feel like we should hear him out. Uh, <laughs> so what about Justin Bieber, Tyler, number 11? No, I don't agree with that. And again, I think people are just assigning personality. I don't know if you know what this person looks like. Perez Hilton Tyler. Oh, very punchable. But I think that might be personality. I s <laughs> Listen, I don't know a whole lot about him. I know what kind of what he does. Yeah. I saw him on the internet. That's a, that's a yes. D double punchable okay, face. Okay, what about this one, Tyler? Pitbull. No, no. I, if anything, I would say he's got a kind face. Uh, he looks I, like he's a nice guy. I think he's got a punchable personality. I like him. Oh, that's not fair. But he deeply embarrasses me. All he does me, is Tyler. count and say his name. What do you want from him? Dale, <laughs> All right, now here's one that I do agree with. What about, and I don't want to cross political lines, but Tyler, what about Ted Cruz? Oh, so, of, of course. He's like if a punchable face had sex with another punchable <laughs> face and had like a, a punchable face A, a flabby child. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and that's the thing. It has nothing to do with his politics. That is 100% grade A punchable, punchable face. Now, Tyler, this one, this is the only one on the list I don't know. Five seconds of summer. Do you know who that is? I don't. Okay, I don't. well, punch them. Uh, all right, here we You're go. You get a punch for us not knowing who Top you are. Top five, Tyler. Rapid fire. Here we go. Guy Fieri, number five. No. I just, I, I agree. Okay, what about this one? Nancy Grace? Oh, so much. Steve Harvey? No. Ralphie May? Yeah. And finally, Tyler... Kim Jong Un. <laughs> sure. That's a good one. Sure. I mean, outside looking in, Grayson Allen, I think he is just like they. Tyler, we're redoing our list. They built him to make him stronger and more punchable, and they succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> we can't make him better. Ryan, I have got some scathing feedback for you. Are you ready? That is not correct. Good answer. Uh, you let me pick Good. my own. That was exciting, but I'm still scared. I'm the master of my own universe. Oh, crap. Uh, now, last week, I, and I, you know what it is? This is the perspective that we are talking about. This is how we grow as people. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm good here. Last week we talked about transsexuals and their move to the other gender. And you had said specifically when they decide to switch sexes. Sure. And an audience member pointed out that they do not decide to switch sexes. They just come to the awareness that they are a different sex, uh, but born with the wrong genitalia, so to speak. Okay. And I am totally open to that. Mm -hmm. And I, I will keep my avenues as wide open as possible. And, and that's what I said. Sure. I said, that's how we learn. And we can't know everything. Totally good. But what I would say is, even while having that awareness, aren't there people who have that awareness who never have the surgery? I would think so. So at some point, at the risk of sounding defensive, because I'm happy to say whatever anybody wants me to say, if it makes them more comfortable. <laughs> no, oh, okay. I'm serious. Oh, 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 okay. I see With, what you're hey, saying. Within reason, sure, sure, of course. Sure. But if you are a group of people and you say, well, not if you are a group of people, that'd be weird. That's like a- A, a, a group of one, That's like Ryan. a strange fat joke. <laughs> no, if, if, a, if somebody said, hey, as a person, this makes me more comfortable and it's not something that violates my morals or whatever- sure. Totally good with it. Yeah, I'm but not calling you my N-word. I'm sorry. I'll get my ass kicked. I will. I'll do it. <laughs> but but if some, uh, I would say at some point, even if you do have that awareness, you do have to make a decision whether or not you want to get surgery or not. Sure, but it is it is. But there is a difference because what you're describing is making the decision based on that awareness, not just 
coming, waking up one day and going, I'm going to be a woman. You know, it's much like being gay. You don't just wake up one day and go, you know what? I'm going to like dicks. You come to the- I scheduled it in. (laughs) I I scheduled it in around 62. (laughs) You come in. What? Yeah. That's a high number, dude. I, well, I That's think, a high number. I, I think when a guy also <laughs> has another saggy minutes. balls, you'd be more understanding. Uh, I think that you come to the awareness. And yes, there are lots of people, or there are people out there who refuse that part of themselves. Sure. And look at where that where they wind up, angry and embittered. They'll be fine. And, no, I'm kidding. No, no. I, and, and I will tell you this. I am not one of those people who says, uh, yeah, don't tell me how to talk. Totally good with it. Yeah, yeah, sure. absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that, that was uh, that one. Tyler, last week we said that there was a very high percentage of all kidnappings were by friends and family. Yes. Were we right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Parents alone were more than 90% of kidnappings and abductions, if I read the internet right, which maybe I did. That, that's why they immediately, when a, when a kid goes missing, right to the parents. Code Adam, Tyler. <laughs> Code Adam. You can't make that a thing, Ryan. Lock the door! <laughs> Uh, All right, Ryan, last week, for my final one. I'm all done. We had a lengthy discussion about how marijuana became illegal in this country. Do you recall that conversation? I do. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mean for that. You confused me, That works. Uh, Would you like to hear the conspiracy theory that I was really excited to tell you and the audience about, but then got in my own head and chickened out at the last minute? Should I don my tinfoil hat? Uh, You don't have to, but I would prefer it. Okay. I had mentioned Harry J. Anslinger, the Edward Bernays of getting marijuana banned. Do you remember him? I do recall him, sure. He was the head of the Federal Narcotics Bureau, the the precursor to the now DEA. And he worked tirelessly to vilify drug users and equate them to murderers and rapists. The conspiracy, Ryan? He was a drug user himself. Well, at the end of his life, he actually was. Good on you. Some believe Anslinger had an ulterior motive for his all-out war against cannabis. Which was? Or more specifically, hemp. It's believed he collaborated with William Randolph Hearst, developer of the largest newspaper chain and media company in the country, due to hemp being a serious challenger to paper. I mean, would that be... Hard to believe in any respect. I believe it. Sure. I believe it. Because William Randolph Hearst was one of the richest men in the country. Sure. And he owned and operated the biggest propaganda media empire out there. Tyler, <laughs> who do you think came up with the food pyramid that told you to eat your nine cheeses every day? That's true. And- People one, who make cheese. One final fact. Yeah, you should be eating 10 pastas a day. Did you eat your nine <laughs> cheeses, Tyler? I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> and that's the thing. He had- as you can imagine, millions in stocks and paper, didn't want people to go to hemp. Bastard Anslinger, I'm looking at you even though you're dead. That, Ryan, is a conspiracy theory, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Week in Review. Some good conspiracy music right That was there, really, right? really good, good, man. That, was, good. that made me want to try to find a treasure map <laughs> on, the, on the back of the Statue of Liberty, Tyler. <laughs> Put it in my pocket and go out with my... Na- anyway, you know what I'm sure, talking about. Sure, yeah, oh, it's a tale as old as time, Ryan. <laughs> Absolutely. Pack that thing up, we'll take it to go. Tyler, great job this week. You too, buddy. I feel like I'm going to pass out. Oh, I, I, oh. I don't know. Oh. Two stories, Tyler. The yin and the yang. I'm sorry? Yeah, it's the best of times. It was the worst of times. Tell people how they can get in touch with the show. Uh, thoseguysyouhate.com. Click all the buttons. Subscribe on everything. Please, we need your support, and uh, we love you. We certainly do. Tyler, what is the moral 
of the story. Ryan, the moral of the story this week is that tired is only in your mind. That's true. Unless you don't get sleep. Seriously, guys, get enough sleep. Sleep is like one of the most important things in your mind. I know they say that tiredness is in your mind. It, it is. But if you don't take care of your body, it's going back to the exercise thing. You got to take care of yourself. Well, very much. That is very true. And of course, if you sleep and eat and drink water appropriately, you're putting yourself in the best possible situation to be able to fight off things that are going to, you know, depression and all, you know, just life in general. Do you know how many times over the course of my life I've either said or heard somebody say, I'll sleep when I'm dead? Six, six times. At least six times. Easily. No, no. You sleep now when you're alive. That's what being alive is for. Well, I used to be a monster. I, there were times that I would stay up two nights in a row. Oh, sure. I, I, sure. I was a maniac. Oh, try and, that now. And, no. <laughs> if I get six hours of sleep, I am useless to the world. No, I have now, I, I if I, there, there is very few times that I do not get eight hours. Very, very few times. For sure. If you look at like- Priority. Like, and I'm, this is my dismount. If you look at LeBron James, world-class athlete- that dude sleeps constantly, constantly sure. to recover. That's it when is, your body regenerates. It is so important to recover, guys. You need it. So, Ryan, what's the uh, what's the moral of the story? You know, the moral of the story is that the, in the intro, I promised we get down to the bottom of assful chaps, and I never did, Tyler. Are there assful chaps? Are those just pants? I think those are just called leather pants. Are pants just gloves for your legs? We need to figure this out, Tyler. Sure, fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves for your legs. <laughs> those, those would be shorts. We can review, Tyler. I mean, so much going on. Why would that work? Do I... <laughs> Where are those guys you ate? Be kind or we'll kill you. <laughs> what happened? <laughs>
Not including the bartender. Uh, not including the bartender. So there was 11 people, but one of them was serving drinks to the other 10. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism, baby. It's just beautiful, isn't it? It was wonderful. Uh, so it was an intimate affair is what you're saying. It was. Okay. And now, now, I am in a comedy club called Just the Funny. It's down here in Miami on Coral Way. And we are on a room off to the side. Okay. We're on a side room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're in the smaller ballroom in just the funny. Oh which yeah. I imagine is a cavernous affair. And we're sitting at, 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 um, cocktail tables, sure. you know, not even the regular tables that you get with it. Oh. And it almost seems like a storage room with a stage. You guys couldn't fill up a regular table. <laughs> not not like. at all. Sure. Not at all. Sure. And it did, the room couldn't even fit all 10 tables. They, the, some like three of them were smushed up against the wall. It was that kind of place. Tyler it's called, Feng Shui, okay? <laughs> and, Google it. And the walls were so thin and the room so small that we could overhear the real comedy show oh. happening in the main room across the hall. Did anybody <laughs> leave and make the pilgrimage to the better comedy there show? There were a couple groups that came in, stopped in, heard what was going on, and immediately took oh, off. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Now, here's where it gets better. Okay. There were 10 people in the room. Three of them were us. The other seven Comics the, that were performing. The amateur comedians. <laughs> yes. Tyler, it's basically just a, um, it's basically just a karaoke. The people are there to see karaoke or karaoke singers. I, I shouldn't expect things, but I was not expecting, you know me, a one-on-one -on -one situation. Not great. I prefer the crowds. I prefer the <laughs> yes. groups. The, the anonymity of the masses. All the comedians knew each other, so they just kept doing comedy to us. Oh, directly no. to our table, looking for our reactions. And one of them, did so poorly, uh, so poorly. The Andy Kaufman, was he doing it on purpose? No, 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 no. Oh. He, he kept he kept forgetting his his punchlines, and it was it was bad. That sounds hilarious. It, it, it was it was terrible. Mm. And then and then the guy who came on after him was even worse, Ryan. Uh, he was even worse. The, the cleanup batter, Tyler. It was terrible, and I felt so bad. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. ah because just sitting in a room. That while, sounds like that sounds like it hurts. While somebody is bombing. Yep. Over Baghdad. It makes your butthole perk up sure. and tighten <laughs> with panic. Okay. As if something terrible is about to it happen. It sounded good at the beginning, but then I, yeah, I, yeah it no, makes no, no. you tense up and yeah. it's, it's very vulnerable. I, I have never done it. I have been on stage many times. And but they all keep making eye contact with us. Yeah. Look at your friends. They're, they're <laughs> Tyler, they're trying to hammer down a shtick, man. They need a thermometer to see how warm the room is. This one isn't working. Okay, don't. You're being too direct. <laughs> no, it was, and it was a great experience. I think that when it comes to our very first time up on stage, that will be perfect because you and I, our first time at least, can fill a room. At least that small of a room. Sure. Yeah. So we would be doing it with other comics and a room full of our friends to support us. I think it'd be I'm the, into most, it, Tyler. the most training wheel session possible. I, I'm into it. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. And maybe if our set is like really boring, we just dip into the other room and like see some real comedy. Yeah, plus there's a bar right there. So ah, it's perfect. The comedian's best friend, Tyler. Mm -hmm. um, that's great. I'm interested in it. And man, that's vulnerable. And that's hard for people to get up there and do. Uh, and I support you as long as you don't look directly at me. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, I've noticed something. You know, how I like to be the guy who tells you, hey, Tyler, it's about to get colder. I like to be the guy who warns of impending trends. Have you noticed that? 
Yeah, you kind of force it on people. And are you about to tell me that you're going to go the other way and become the Tyler, it's getting warmer guy? It's weird that you said that because I have been formulating that opinion. <laughs> it is. It's hot. It's summertime. It's, we live down here in Miami famously. South Florida, bro. Yeah, but it's it's getting nasty. We get uh, there's four a- months of perfection. And then we get four months of the opposite of perfection. Yeah, and then four months of just just underneath terrible. Well, here is this. Uh, much like things getting hotter here, I have noticed something that is getting not hot. Cold? You know what's on the way out? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what they call it? It's the opposite. Right, right. <laughs> what, what is it? I put my oven on not cold. <laughs> what is it? It is, you know what is leaving? Something that has been a staple for a very long time. But okay. me, with my noticeable, my watchful eye, I've noticed beards... On their way out, Tyler. Really? Have you noticed that? There's more a clean-shaven face than I've seen in about a decade. Beards had a nice little run. Have you noticed? Yeah, I still picture people doing, are they still doing the really, like, lofty mustaches? Oh, like like they come from the Swiss Alps. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that here or there. I'm not sure how common it is because I avoid those people (laughs) with every fiber of my being. You Like, racists avoid minorities. You avoid hipsters. Uh, (laughs) You cross the street. (laughs) Much like a KKK member putting that pointy little ghost helmet on. Let's see how he escapes this one, Cotton. I see that mustache and I'm like, thank you for announcing yourself to me from across the room. Bye-bye then. You saved it. I yeah, that. That's absolutely true. Yes. Yeah, you see that and you immediately say, I want nothing to do with you. It's a curly red flag, Tyler. <laughs> so uh, You just need to unfurl it. I think <laughs> the beards are on their way out. The big, unkempt hockey playoffs beard, you're not seeing it as much. Yeah, I will say that the, the big, even my friends who were, I don't want to say known, uh, but ha- always rocked the really, really big beards. Uh, even they have trimmed it down. You're absolutely oh, right. Your, your buddy that I saw the other day. Sh- very short. Oh, he looks, he's handsome. He he's is. a good looking guy. He is. And you know what? I'm glad that you said this. I heard a joke at that party that I said, I want to tell on this show and I forgot about it. Oh, you forgot to tell it. Not you forgot the joke. No, I forgot to tell it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot yeah. let's, to tell let's, it. Let's hear it. And I'm sure you know it. Tyler, have you heard about this anal bleaching? I have. It's, sure. it's just a new way to change your ringtone. <laughs> Come on. I heard that at that party and I'm like, comic gold. I bet it was a lot better when I was drunk. Oh, you loved it, Tyler. <laughs> you loved it. And you must have been pretty drunk because you don't remember that at all. Uh, no, not at all. Good for you. Yeah. There was a lot of things said throughout the day. We were there all day long. Good for you. Well, some of us were. Oh. Some of us arrived uh, uh, fashionably late. And then, had to, and then had to leave fashionably early. Well, uh, unfashionably early. <laughs> oh, chunky style. <laughs> uh, yep, so beards are on their way out. I find all of this stuff to be super interesting, like the cyclical nature of, when I was growing up, beards were not cool at all. Now it's mustaches. We're like, you're weird. We will live to see the day, hopefully, that mustaches are the, the peak you know, fashion for men's facial hair. For sure. Do you think it will be like a Tom Selleck hardcore handlebar mustache? Nope, one of those little flippy <laughs> red flags. I was going to say, we'd, we'd, have to, we'd have to take it as our own and do kind of our own little thing. And you don't have right. to just do it on your face. You could give yourself one of those, you know, Alps mustaches on your dingle hopper. I thought you were going to say assless chaps. You know... <laughs> Why did you say that? Uh, because that's, I was thinking about braiding my butt hair and then assless I, chaps came out. I have an assless chaps joke coming up on this show. I feel like you spoiled it. Yeah, I went rooting through your room and found your show notes, read them all. You're gross. And much like chaps, there is no end to them. Let's do the show. You know what else is coming back? 
Uh, short shorts. Oh, that's that's been back for a while. I, I know. It's just, but it, it's like when I was in high school, it was the really long shorts or whatever. And that's, now that's it, what I'm talking about. It's like the '70s NBA where, shorts. Where was this information <laughs> when I was talking about fashion I, trends? I, it just popped into my head, and you'd already done the sign off, and I and I forgot. Okay. Now you're this making is what me, I, this is what I want. I want that, real conversation. Now you're making me feel bad. Yeah, it's like it shuts off, and you're like, you know, I agree with that. Well, I'm still rolling, thankfully. Oh, thank there you. Oh, go. hi, mom. <laughs> no, but my son now defines himself on how short his shorts are. I know that sounds like bullshit, but it's literally true. He makes fun of my Lululemon shorts. Yeah. For be, well, I mean that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. But for I'm being on his side, for being dad shorts. Because they're too long? They're too long. Wow. My gay ass shorts are too straight. Our father's dad shorts were too short. Yeah. Way too short. Yeah, half a ball is too much ball. Well, that's why he wore the whitey tighties to keep everything wrapped Point inside. Point two five <laughs> is the appropriate amount of ball. Okay, now let's do the show. Are you fine with that, Tyler? 